Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. I hope you guys are having a good week so far, right? It's Tuesday. It's noon. It's got a burp. Hold on. There we go. Short Reddit Horror Story Tuesday. I just said Tuesday twice. Don't know why, but it's alright. Um, today's going to be a good episode, okay? It's going to be a great episode, alright? Because this story that I have, you know, specially picked for you guys, is about a killer scarecrow and a creepy urban legend that's behind it. Now, I think it's a good story, okay? I think it's a pretty good story, alright? But I'm only one person, okay? But from the likes of it, well, not likes, but looks of it, was pretty well received on Reddit. Okay, so before we jump into it, if you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls. I am your host with the most, and I am the certified cougar hunter. All right, yeah, I'm ready for this. I hope you guys are ready. Okay, so this story comes from the subreddit Scary Stories with the user being. Dungeon Marshall, and the title of this story is called Mr. Sticks. Ooh, 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 spooky, ooh. So without further ado, let's get into this cute little fucking short Reddit horror story. The Patch of Land where Larry and Charlie Crane stood was once a cornfield years ago. But it had been fallow, fallow, fallow. That's a new word. Gonna add that one to the dictionary. No idea what it means, but I'm gonna look it up here in two seconds, and I kind of like the way it sounds. Fallow. Interesting. Ever since the death of its owner, now... It was nothing more than a desolate field of weeds and brambles. Behind this field were the ruins of an old farmhouse where Victor Franklin once lived, which consisted only of three walls and a broken chimney. Larry's truck was parked in the overgrown lane next to the ruined farmhouse. Nothing else was around for miles. Nothing, that is, but the figure propped up before them in the field. Charlie shivered. It wasn't the crisp autumn air that chilled him to the bone, but rather the legend that surrounded the place where they stood and the grim effigy propped under the pale light of the moon. There it is, said Larry, the scarecrow that was put together by Mr. Franklin way back in 1981. He made it to protect his life savings, which he buried somewhere out here in this field. They looked 
at the figure with the crudely stitched burlap face and the mangled straw hat. It was propped upright in the middle of the field, supported by a single wood beam behind it. Its body hung limp and resembled an upright corpse. All these years, and he's still standing. People call him Mr. Sticks. Larry's voice didn't rise above a whisper. Charlie idolized his big brother, but when he asked if he could hang out with Larry and his friends, he never imagined he'd have to come here of all places. He supposed it was a sort of rite of passage to perform, something to prove himself worthy as one of the guys. He glanced back at his brother's truck and wished he was in the comforts of its cab, far away from Franklin Farm. But Charlie was in the eighth grade now. In a year, he'd be a freshman. It was time for him to leave the fear of ghost stories behind him. Old Man Franklin put him together piece by piece. He carved long sticks of white ash for its bones, used chicken wire for the rib cage, and meticulously wove straw into muscle. It's said he used an old corn knife to cut himself and squeezed out his own blood into the straw of the thing. Charlie found it difficult to swallow the ever-growing lump in his throat as he hung onto every word his brother spoke. He knew the story very well. After all, everyone at school knew of it and told one version or another. But there was something especially unnerving about hearing it while standing there in the midst of the thing the locals called Mr. Sticks. And he knew that was exactly why Larry was relaying it back to him. You see, Franklin, well, messed up, you see, Franklin's grandma was a witch of sorts. So, he knew all sorts of spells, hexes, and other magical things. And he brought old Mr. Sticks to life to do what scarecrows do best to guard his field and everything in it then he buried all his money out here in the field in mason jars but victor didn't know just how good of a guardian he had made so one night when he went out to dig up one of his mason jars, his own creation 
cleaved him in two using a reaping scythe. Then it just shambled back to its pole and there it stands, waiting and watching for other trespassers who might try to obtain the farmer's money. Well, now that I've seen it, can we go? Charlie asked. He tried his best to sound brave. Larry smiled and shook his head. Not so quick, little brother. We're here for Franklin's fortune. Hearing this, Charlie thought his legs would give out and leave him face down in the black earth. But he managed to keep them from buckling. Just walk up to Mr. Sticks and tell him you've come for the money. Then offer him this as a tribute. Larry handed a paper bag over to Charlie, who received it with trembling hands. It was heavy for its size. Look inside, Larry said to him. Charlie, who was now shaking, clumsily unfurled the top of the bag. A musty stink assaulted his nostrils upon opening the bag. It smells, Charlie said, his face scrunched and he squinted as he held the bag away from himself. Of course it does. Look inside, or Mr. Sticks won't accept the offer. You need to know what you're giving him. Charlie looked at his brother with apprehension. Then, after taking a deep breath and holding it, he looked inside the bag. He groaned, releasing his saved breath, and he held the bag out as far away from him as he could. Inside the bag was a dead crow, sprinkled with dusty field corn. Larry laughed. Well, what did you expect to offer a scarecrow, Chuck? He patted his brother on the back. Go on, buddy. You can do it. Charlie took some deep breaths. Then, now without some hesitation, approached the urban legend that stood in front of them. Did he see its arms twitch? Surely not. It was a figment of his imagination. This was all just kid stuff. After he got it over with, he'd prove to his older brother that he was old enough to hang out with him and his buddies. He'd prove he wasn't just a little kid who needed babysitting. Mr. Sticks, sir, Charlie's voice trembled as he spoke. We, that is, my brother and me, well, we've come for Mr. Franklin's money. We, uh, we brought you this. Charlie held out the bag toward the scarecrow. He was shaking so badly that he was unsure the morbid contents 
would rattle out of the bag. With one swift motion, the scarecrow raised both arms before it snatched the bag from Charlie's hand. Charlie screamed, and his cries echoed throughout the countryside. He fell back on his butt and kicked his feet wildly as he scrambled backwards away from the lurching figure. Gripping terror had swept over the young man, and then he heard, of all things, a burst of laughter. Both the scarecrow and Larry were spasming with fits of laughter. Charlie's mind still reeled with the fear and confusion. He found himself overcome by a strange conglomeration of relief, embarrassment, and anger while he watched the faux scarecrow pull off its hat and burlap bag head, revealing the familiar face of Larry's friend, Raymond Harold. Oh man, you should have seen your face, Chucky, Raymond laughed. Larry's laughter died down to a chuckle as he helped his brother to his feet. You okay, Charlie? He asked as he tried to quell his amusement. Yeah, Charlie said. He tried to feign a bit of a laugh for himself. We got you good, kid. You didn't pee yourself, did you? Raymond teased. No, you just startled me with that quick grab. I knew it was you the whole time, Raymond. Yeah, right. Better not lie, or Mr. Sticks will get you. All right, come on, give him a break, Ray, Larry said. I think he did pretty good. Man, I didn't think you guys were ever going to show up. I was freezing out here. I think you should have trunca- truncated truncated the story of... Whoa, that's a weird word. I don't like that word, okay? I don't even know what that means, but I don't like it, okay? I think you should have truncated the story a bit, Larry. No way. I had to build tension, Larry said. Yeah, but still. Raymond stopped mid-sentence, and his demeanor changed. The mirth that had existed in him drained away. Larry, who is that by your truck? Larry and Charlie each turned to look. A tall, lean silhouette that wore a battered straw hat stood by the pickup. It shambled toward them on unsteady legs and clutched a reaping scythe in its gnarled hands. Mr. Sticks was created to protect the Franklin Field from any and all trespassers. He heard the interlopers say that they came for the money hidden beneath the field, and he couldn't have that. And that is the end of the story. See, told you that was a good story. That would have been a good Halloween story. But, you know, Halloween's over, unfortunately. But I guess it's still fall, so still fits that, you know, 
spooky season. Oh, spooky season. Oh. But yeah, that was a good story. I really enjoyed that, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Another burp. Just burp into the microphone. Tell me how it tastes, okay? Tastes like beef sticks. I had some of those earlier. Jalapeno. If you live in Minnesota, especially around my house, we have this place called Von Hansen's Meat. Von Hansen's... Uh, that sounds really perverted, but that's what it's called. And god damn, they have these, like, fucking jalapeno cheese beef sticks. Oh, so fucking good. I'd be smacking them bitches all day long, right? But, yeah, I don't really have anything else for you guys. Nothing, nothing's really going on here. Just working, okay? Just got the rest of today and then tomorrow and then we get Thursday off. We get to do whatever we want on Thursday. We get to eat good. We get to watch some, I don't know, family feuds, right? Some beef being thrown around at the Thanksgiving dinner table, right? Maybe some fisticuffs. It's going to be fucking good. I might just start a political debate amongst my families just to rile something up, right? Just to, oh, it'd be, it's going to be so much fun. I'm so psyched for it. It's going to be fun. But, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy, you know, the rest of your Tuesday. See you guys. I will see you guys on Thursday. I'm going to be doing, you know, the normal um, horror movie breakdown. And I'm also going to be releasing our Thanksgiving Day special. Okay. Yeah. That's all I really got for you guys. Okay. So remember, stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet Stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.